Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to the show. And Kia, wouldn't they be absolutely ecstatic about what's happened with the Matildas in the Women's World Cup last night? Of course, if you're late to the party, 4-0 against the Olympic champions, the Canadians. We were nervous before the show yesterday. Everyone had every right to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but, gee, they got it done, didn't they? Wow. Outstanding. Outstanding yeah. scenes. Uh, but to not only beat the Olympic champions, the gold medalists from the last Olympics, Canada, who have now failed to go through the final 16, is an amazing effort. Uh, Sam Kerr, as we anticipated last night on the show, Rat would probably start on the bench. Didn't need her in the end. No. Because Australia found... Some other heroes. Um, so we're going to talk about that and a little bit more. We're going to talk about also the Ashes is now completed, the five Ashes, and Australia has retained the Ashes, which I've got to say, I actually don't feel like we've won. I'm hollow. Yeah. I'm hollow. That's a good word. I, I, good I, word. Fe- I feel like, you know, after game two, it's just been England domination. Yeah. It, it really has. Absolutely. Um, there's no other way to put it. Yep. It's, it's a shame. On the show tonight, we're going to have three burning questions. Also, Jeff Toovey will be here. That's ridiculous. Come on, and that's ridiculous. Come Tigers. on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, right. Coming twice. Former West Tigers, <laughs> Parramatta and uh, Wigan outside back. Paddy Richards, of course, is part of grand final history, actually. Involved in one of the great moments of, of grand final history in the 2005 West Tigers Premiership win. He's going to join us here on Sports Day as well. Let's get to a news update straight off the bat. For Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. As you said, Matilda's 4-0. Hayley Russo, she's the star. Two first-half goals. Yeah, it could have been three yeah. uh, easily, you know. Uh, they, they played fantastic. I, I watched the game. And um, I'll tell you, Sats, playing a World Cup on your home shores, it, 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 can, it can do crazy. It can do weird things to you, you know, like the pressure, you know, the expectation. It can work too, can't it? Absolutely, yeah. it can. I remember sitting um, in... The, the stand while the opening ceremony was being played before we played France in our first match of the 2003 World Cup. And, and I almost broke down. Like, it was like, wow, the, the enormity of the situation, the amount of people. And you're talking about, you know, our girls have gone out or our, our women have gone out and played, you know, in front of 75,000 people. Never done that before. Mm-hmm. Then 50-plus thousand people, you know, other than the, the week before. Never done that before. And then again, another full house. Um, for them to actually back up after, you know, a... They, they would admit a horrible loss to Nigeria Yeah, um, to come out and put that performance in. Uh, it speaks a lot to their character. i tell you what, their coach, uh, Gustafsson, and also whoever their in-house sports psychologist would be, would mm. be working overtime. Absolutely. More emotionally off the field. How do you balance those emotions? Yeah, it's, um, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely wrapped for them and, you know, gives us, a, you know, an opportunity now to, you know, now it's, it's, it's win or go home. So, Two uh, hours before the game last night, everyone was calling for the coach Gustafsson's head. Yeah. Saying he's not good enough for the job. <laughs> yeah, the, the previous management were, you know, were, were questioned. Uh, about it's amazing, their isn't roles it? Their The coaching merry-go-round. Oh, yeah. Who'd, Who'd be a coach? coach? Oh, uh, Mary Chook Fowler, of course, scored a goal. Caitlin Ford was absolutely she outstanding was. with her speed. Mm. Uh, now, they play their round 16 match Monday night. So they get... They get six days recovery. And most importantly, Sam Kerr gets six days recovery. Mm. We don't know who we're going to play yet. Could be England. No, well, well, it it could actually go to a lottery. It could be a random pick. Yeah, Denmark, I'm hearing. I was reading about it today. It's a 
Yeah, and it, and it can go on how many yellow cards your teams had, depending on where they oh, finish really? on goal difference. Wow. Oh, mate, it's a, it's a crazy situation. But look, you know, whoever they play, I think they'll take um, a heck of a lot of confidence out of last night's game into that game. So, you know, let's hope they can back that performance up. Now, the team uniform, like it or loved, loved it? Loved it. No. Loved it. No. I loved it. I actually it. thought I was on the wrong channel. <laughs> I turned it on without looking at the score. I went, oh, is this on a, must be on another channel. And then I realised, I looked up in the top corner and saw Australia 1-0. I went, eh. What? Yeah. Didn't like it. No, he didn't like it. Well, no. well, I go off. You know, my daughter, she's a soccer. Yeah. Tragic. Um, plays it, loves it. You know, would love to be a Matilda one day. And all she was raving about was that jersey and really? how she wants one. So wow. I, I'm going by. You know, I mean, she's a, a a young woman who you know wants to do it. Um, you're an old has been mate who just hates <laughs> everything. So I'll go by her. I'll go by her judgment. That's your news update for Polaris. Uh, this is Sats and Rat for Sports Day, and we'll get to a rugby league update next. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Uh, yes, it is. Sports Day and Rugby League update. Uh, North Queensland Cowboys star Val Holmes and Dragons forward Jack DeBellin. Will they face the judiciary tonight? They're actually about to start in pursuit of downgrades. Now, they don't want to be found not guilty. They want to downgrade their charges from the match review committee over the weekend. Now, DeBellin was cited for a hip drop and also got 10 minutes in the sin bin. Holmes was a grade two careless high tackle as well. Did you see both of them? Saw both of them. Yeah. What do you think? Um, Debellin, I thought, was very unlucky. Yeah, I, 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 I think um, it was just a, a an accident. Like it wasn't wasn't your genuine hip drop. I think it, you know the the the, mo- the movement certainly looked that way, but it certainly wasn't like grab yourself in, drop your hip into the into the heels. He sort of got him up high under his sort of armpit. Yeah, yeah. It was far from a hip drop. Um, so yeah, I think he's got a case. And and look, well, we were talking about Val's charge. So he's a grade two careless high tackle. Mm. Yeah. So it's three weeks if he says guilty. Accept it, which Tino did two weeks ago. Four weeks if he fights it and loses. Fight and loses tonight. And if he gets it downgraded to three grand fine. What about the varying degrees? You of, have to fight it. Of penalty. Absolutely you have to. Yeah. Given the, I mean, for a week. So he, if he gets, if he's found guilty, well, he's unsuccessful with his downgrade, he gets four weeks. That's him for the regular season because they've right. got a bye mm. around 20. Six or something like that. So yeah. around um, round twenty four, they've got to buy. So, but yeah, like you're saying, the varying degrees. But yeah, you have to fight it. But it doesn't make sense if you get a downgrade and you get a three thousand dollar fine and you can play this weekend. Mm. But if you're not successful, it's you're out for a minimum three weeks. <laughs> well, it doesn't make sense. Well, if he's not successful, he's, he's well, going for a weeks. month, four weeks. But even if he took the guilty plea. It's, it's, it's still three, three weeks, weeks or a three thousand dollar fine if you fight it and get it downgraded. There, that's a huge gap. Variance, yeah, yeah. massive I, gap. I, I'm, I'm a bit worried for Val. I, it, it looked like first contact was with the head. Um, it, yeah, it was. It was. He, there was no malice in it. He wasn't swinging arm or anything. But yeah. it's just the nature of those tackles. Did the you moment. have another option? That they're yes, sort of clamping did. down on that, and, and with the nature of clamping down on things, you, they like to sort of, you know, stand on their high horse and sort of say you did the wrong thing and. Yeah, I don't hold much hope for Val. I, I, I hope we see him on the field because I hate seeing our best players rubbed out. But, um, look, the, 
going on the history. I'm, I'm not Who fought it last week? Who fought um, last week? Jared Wallace. Wallace. And got off. And got off. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, his was a shoulder charge. Like, and But direct contact to the head as well. Right. Yeah. Okay. So um, you're every chance as a player. Like I said, when you go to the judiciary, you're talking to three other ex-players. Mm. And if you can if you can put forward a defence that, that touches on the emotional part of the game and when they played, I find a lot of the time you can be really successful. Yeah, I I thought that. And one of my ex-teammates was on the judiciary. <laughs> they threw the book Jay out. Jay Stevens? No, it Who? was Chris McKenna. Oh, Chris <laughs> McKenna would have never got sent off in his life. How can hell can you have him on a judiciary? Oh, mate, I ended up getting four weeks. <laughs> I thought, oh, I'm sweet here. I'm is on the I'm is on the panel. I remember going to the I remember going to the judiciary once and um and Ron Coote was on the judiciary oh, panel. You would have been sweet. And so you? I went there for a high tackle and I was, I was a, it was a high tackle every day of the week. Yep. And he walked out. Obviously, I had to walk out while they um while Deliberate. they sat there and discussed yeah, and yeah. deliberated. Yeah. And I walked back in. I looked at him. He went like that and winked with his left eye. So the other guys on his right couldn't see him. I said, I'm off. I got Now he found you not guilty. Good luck this weekend. I said, oh, yeah. well done, Uncle Rod. No, uh, before we get to the break, um, the Knights officials reportedly had met with prospective, uh, prospective coaches just after they, the Newcastle Knights had, had beaten the Melbourne Storm. So for more reports, Justin Holbrook has been met with, Michael Maguire, Paul McGregor. There was Des Hazler until... The Gold Coast Titans swooped. swooped and thought, if we don't get him now, we're going to lose him. Mm. I think Jez Hasler's manager pulled a Swifty oh, there. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think so. So what do you make of this? I mean, Adam O'Brien has now proven that getting his team near the top A, that he deserves every chance he gets. Mm. But the big question Gordon Tallis asked is, is he the man that will re- win your premiership, though? Well, that's a good question. And, well... How many premiership winning coaches are out there on the market that you can just bring someone in and you know it's it's like finding your your star halfback, isn't it? Like you, you, that that piece of the puzzle. Mm. Um, well, Maguire's on the market, yeah, and he is a premiership winning yeah. coach. And and as is well, Des Hasler's not actually, but uh, yeah, hence that, that's the reason the Titans bought him. The, the the funny the funny one that I look at is, is I think Adam O'Brien is in a very similar position to what Justin Holbrook yeah, was. Yeah, you're in. right. Justin yeah. Holbrook, you know, couldn't get couldn't get his players on the field, uh, you know. Riddled with injuries, you know, it gets all these players back and they start to play some good footy and they move him on. Mm. Um, I think what's happened here, the Gold Coast, what they did was they moved quickly to avoid exactly what's happening right now to Newcastle. Yeah. Adam O'Brien is, you know, everyone's going, oh, look, he's doing great. He's got his players in the right spots. Why would you get rid of him? If they'd done it four weeks ago, there wouldn't be this conversation. Everyone would agree. Yeah, everyone would, yeah. Yep, good decision. You know, yep. so... Um, the, the, uh, applaud the Gold Coast for doing what they did. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll know in a year's time. Um, is, is Justin Holbrook a good coach? I think he's a good coach. Absolutely. Um, could he go up to Newcastle and change the situation? Potentially. Um, did Adam O'Brien make the call to move Caelan Ponga to six? Was it his call? Was, it, was that what caused the fracas at the start of the year and why they were playing poorly? I don't know. There's, there's a lot of questions to be asked. Um, is Adam O'Brien a good coach? I think he's doing all right at the moment. Well, he deserves every chance to stay there now. He's like got he's said. got him going. So yeah. The big question is, I've never me. heard the word fracas used in the last <laughs> decade. So let's get to the break. That's your NRL update with Sats and Rat on Sports Day. And coming up next, former West Tigers, Parramatta outside back, Paddy Rich. It's time for Sports Days. Where are they now? 
Johnson taken by Norton. He took him late. Marshall skips away. Marshall skips away. Marshall's still going. Marshall's got Richards coming up outside. Now inside. Richards pursued. He pushes Johnson away. Pat Richards. Pat Richards has scored a magnificent try. Oh, he never gets sick of hearing that. I know oh, rugby neither. league fans don't either. Nearly 400 first-class games, para, West Tigers, Wigan, La Catalans. And he can memorise pretty much every movie line he's ever seen, this guy. <laughs> That's a talent. Premiership winning winger Paddy Richards joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Paddy? Yeah, going good, boys. How are you guys going? Really well. Thanks for joining us. We love, uh, as we said earlier on, we love taking a, a trip down um, memory lane with some of the players. And um, and you had a great career, an amazing career, not only here but over in the UK Super League. And you hear that that audio which gets played each and every each and every year around grand final time. You uh, must, uh, yeah, what are we going to yeah, say? I'll tell you what, I, it, it's probably the first time West Tigers fans have had a smile on their face this year. Just, uh, listening, uh, just to listening to that. <laughs> and now we're going to speak to Paddy Richards because it's been a tough year for him. Yeah. Now, um, you must never get sick of hearing and seeing that footage, Paddy. Oh, look, you, Seth, um, you know, obviously a pretty special moment, mate. You, you're pretty fortunate, I suppose, that it's a good moment in a big game. And um, when you do hear it, it does... It does bring back some great memories of, of the whole week. And, um, yeah, mate, I'll never get sick of hearing it. And, and like you said, it put a smile on some people's faces. It's, um, that's what the game's all about. Now, the, as a junior, grew up around the, the Liverpool Cabramatta region. and But also, Paddy, I remember, and I was fortunate enough to play with you at, at the West Tigers my final year. And it was our first year at the, at the club. But we used, always used to play a bit of cricket in between mm. sessions. and. Paddy was an amazing cricket player as well. Right. He's an amazing pr- cricket player. As a kid, was it was it cricket and rugby league, or was was cricket favoured over rugby league at one stage? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, when, you know, growing up in Australia, that's it's cricket in the summer and footy in the winter. You know, so uh, I, I was sort of playing both as a kid, and um, you know, this year or last year, they're just gone. I just I had a season playing cricket with my young bloke who, who's um, who was 15 at the time. So that was that was awesome to go back and play play the game, which I hadn't played since I was about 17, which I had to give the game away. So yeah, love obviously love playing cricket, and um, yeah, to go back, it, it was awesome. So mate, now 2001, you're in a parasite that broke all the records. Um, you missed the grand final with a broken leg. You know, they 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 ended up getting beat by Newcastle. But did you think at that point? Geez, this could be my only chance to to play in a grand final, and I'm going to miss it. Yeah, mate, absolutely. Um, you know, as a kid, you watch grand final, like grand final day is massive. As a kid, you watch it. Everyone gets around barbecues and, and wants to be involved in those. And um, for for that to come around pretty quick, but like you said, I, I injured myself in my second year. I done my knee pretty bad um, after round ten, and then the boys just went on a great run at the Eels. You know, we had a we had a great side. I think I think they still hold the record for most points scored in a season. So it was a mm. it was an exciting side. Um, but then they just come up against a Newcastle side that were better on the day, um, and they, they got the they got the win. So yeah, I was I was gutted to miss that because, like you said, um, they don't come around too often. And I thought might be my only opportunity to play in a big game. But, but um, injuries are part and parcel of the game, and um, unfortunately, they they can take take big games like that away from you. Now, Paddy, in 2004, you and teammate Brady Hodson from Parry are signed with the West Tigers, and and there's a young kid there. He's 18 years of age. He goes on to be one of the most flamboyant, creative players we've seen in the game in, in recent memory, in Benji Marshall. And at 18, he's, 
there's there's one moment that made me realise that this kid could be something special. Is there anything that stood out to you that first year where you looked at him or did he do something that you thought, this kid's got some pretty special attributes? Um, I think mainly the biggest thing was his attitude. Um, he just want, he just, um, he's a winner. He just wanted to, he just didn't care. He didn't care if he made mistakes. Um, but physically seeing him do those sidesteps, mm. uh, no one had seen that before. And the way he just sidestep you and cut you in half a training, like, um, I don't think anyone had seen that before. And he was, he was willing to take the risk at training and all that and, um, and eventually he took it out onto the field and um, played that sort of unbelievable style and everyone just ran along with it. So, yeah, from a young from a young age, he had that, um, I wouldn't call it arrogance, I'd just call it self-confidence that he just believed in himself that he could score or do something amazing at every every time he touched the footy. So he, he took that out onto the field and, um, you know, I was pretty fortunate enough to be in that, be in that era where we, we got to witness that. Yeah, exactly. Now, I've got to say, I'm not going to talk about the injury, Paddy Richards had one of the worst injuries I've ever seen in 2004. It was a dislocated ankle. It was horrible to see this this night in the Central mm. Coast. But, And I, I honestly thought, I, I don't know whether he's going to be able to come back from it. But then in 2005, you had this flamboyant style of rugby league. Uh, but in every premiership winning season, Paddy, there's a, there's a moment or there's a game that comes to mind where you think you finally convince yourself that you've got the team to win the comp. Was there a game or a moment in 2005 where you thought – yeah, I think we can actually, I can actually win this comp. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're pretty inconsistent at the start of 2005. We had a young side. We'd win one, we'd lose one, we'd win another one, and we just we were doing that. And then we we started to, to put a few put a few wins together. But the one game that I thought that um, we just turned it on was we played Cronulla at Shark Park. And uh, I think we scored about five tries from our own half, and Benji was involved in about four of them. And um, we've all seen that one where he, he does that step three times, and then a no-look cutout ball to myself, 30 metres, and, and then I throw it over the top to Fitzhenry, and we just played that uh, unbelievable attacking style of footy, and it seemed to work, and it gave us the, the confidence there that you know, at any moment we could score from anywhere, and um, but we started to defend well as well. So a lot of people will talk about the way we attack, but we will come together. We're a very close team, and um, you've got to be a, a good defensive side if you get, if you want to do anything. And um, it all sort of started to come together. But it was probably that day at uh, at Cronulla that gave us all that self belief that you know we're a pretty special side. What what a lot of people don't know is is you know you were carrying injury going into the grand final. Um, can you tell us what you had to go through to get on the field, just to get on the field? Because you looked like you were running freely, but that was, you know, you, you were carrying a pretty significant injury where you needed, you know, injections just to get on the field. Yeah, so against the Dragons a week before, um, a minute before half time, I came in field and um, I ran into Lance Thompson, Trent Barrett, a couple of others, and, and I, sort of, uh, my, I sort of twisted my leg and, and I just heard heard a couple of crunches and clicks and, and things you don't want to hear and, and some pretty bad pain as well. And I thought, like Sat said at the start, that um, by the time I dislocated my ankle, um, my first trial match for the West Tigers, it, it instantly felt exactly the same as that. Um, so I thought, oh, no, my season's over. I just signed to go to Wigan. Um, you know, my, the grand final curse, so I'm going to miss another one because we're, we're so close. And... Um, so leading into that game, that I, I thought I was no chance of playing in the grand final. So um, I remember speaking to the Dr. Clara 
during the week, um, and he sort of said, look, we, you know, we can roll the dice here, we can inject it. Um, you might not play again. But, um, how do you feel about that? And I just remember, I was, whatever whatever it's going to take, I'll, I'll roll the dice. And um, So we injected it. Um, Sheenzy gave me up until captain's run, and um, you know, I had to inject my knee as well because I tore a bit of cartilage in there as well. But I was just like, just jab anything. But I, I couldn't really <laughs> feel anything. I was... I was sort of running on memory and just adrenaline. Um, I, I couldn't feel my foot at all. But, um, look, I didn't do too much in that grand final, to be honest, apart from obviously scoring that try. But, you know, things happen for a reason. And um, it's just one of those moments I feel like I got lucky for rolling the dice and, and now I'm involved in a great moment and we won the game. I said earlier on you, you love your movies. You got any favourite movie lines you want to throw in there at the last moment or not? I know yours, your favourite is the Tony Montana from Scarface, isn't it, Sats? Yeah, used to always, <laughs> our trainees always throw the Tony Montana yeah, at me. Right. <laughs> He's yeah. outstanding. Yeah, yeah. Oh, tremendous player, even better go off the field and a great career, um, Paddy Richards. And, uh, mate, really thank you for taking time out to join us on uh, Where Are They Now for Sports Day. No worries, boys. Thanks for, thanks for the chat. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Good guy, Paddy Richards. Mm. What a footy player. Good play. Could play. Still get nightmares about those kickoffs. One of the, the big outside backs. He could play anywhere. Fullback, wing. Mm. He went over to wing at Wigan. Had a great time at Wigan. Won comps over there as well. Came back to the West Tigers. He was a sensational player. And a great guy as well. Three burning questions on Sports Day. This is where work experience kid Brenton plays a role. How are you, mate? Yeah, pretty good. Did you have a nickname at school? Uh, Louie. Louie? Tell us why. Can't on air. Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who's that on you? Is that Vigo Mortison on it your is. shirt? Well, we were talking about Lord of the Rings the other week. So, yep. um, and then this shirt. Is he on Lord of the up. Rings, is he? Vigo? I've, yeah, I've never seen an episode mate. of Lord of the Rings. An episode? It's a movies. I've never seen a movie of episode. Before. No, nothing about never film. Seen one of <laughs> so you don't nothing. go, it's Aragon, you go, it's that Vigo. <laughs> yeah. It's usually the other way around. Yeah. But yeah, Lord of the Rings. Mm. Um, History of Violence, good movie. Mm. Yeah. I mean, haven't seen it. There you um, go, see? <laughs> um, burning questions. Yep. Obviously, the Ashes has just finished. I feel empty. Yeah, I'm not feeling too great. Mm. Um, went in with heaps of hope last night. Uh, but Pat Cummins, how are we feeling with his performance as captain? Does it need to be reviewed? So obviously a few ex-players come out saying that it wasn't too crap. I want to know whose tactics it was to bowl short every third ball. I thought they were poor tactics. Uh, but in saying that, should he be questioned as captain? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Many are saying that the workload as a bowler is really tough, and that's why bowlers haven't been captains for a long time. But no, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with the way he's performing at the moment. I think it needs to be reviewed, maybe not to remove him, mm but to understand the dynamic of how the team's operating because you, you've got Steve Smith out there, you, you had Dave Warner out there. He's got senior players around him that could be giving him advice. Are they just standing back and letting when, things go? Like It seems as though whenever the camera goes on Smith, he and Cummins are always, they're yeah. always in consultation. Well, Smith's yeah. vice, and when Cummins is injured, he's captain anyway. So, yeah. like, does that need to be modified? Is their maybe relationship infilling, not working? Because oh, something needs to change. That wasn't too... Right. No, I, you know, and, and when you hear the commentary constantly questioning decisions that they're making, I haven't heard it as much in commentary as I had in this Ashes series, which makes you wonder, like, uh, what are they doing? Mm. And, and it does create doubt in your mind, is he the right guy for the job? 
Um, he, he might be the right guy for the job, but maybe they just need some inner workings um, yeah. to, to filter through a little bit I've got to say, sometimes you need a captain to stand up. And and um, and he did on a couple of occasions with the bat. Absolutely. When we needed him. Yep. Yeah. Next question, boys. Um, should RLPA, as part of their negotiations with NRL, ask that if all's agreed to, yep. uh, Craig Gower needs to be awarded his Dally M? Well, I'm going to be biased here, and I say yes, 2003. Do something for the player that um, misses out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and let's give Melbourne back their premierships, 2007, 2009. Whoa. Wow. Let's give Canterbury back the year that we kicked them out. 2002. Like, what, what else are we going to do? What else can we do? Can give we South give, back the two give, years. Give, give South South back, yeah, give them, yeah. you know, like, I mean, let's just look forward. Uh, I mean, we're, we're trying to get move forward. Uh, I, you know, look, of course I'd love to see Gowie get his dallium, but... They, they they stood their ground and that's what the price they paid. Mm, true. Oh, I'd love to see him get it though. Mm. Um, last question. If the Wallabies don't make the quarterfinals of the World Cup, what happens to Eddie? Obviously, there's got to be a few years. You were talking about last night, Rat, about how it's a process. Mm. But after the World Cup, is it still a viable well, job They'll always him? play the long game, won't they? Well, they have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be... Um, from an administrative point of view, one of the most moronic decisions to to say you've got if you don't make the quarters and you know you're out. Like mm. this is a this is, I mean, Swalee doesn't even get here until you know the end of or the start of 2025. Um, yeah, give it time. It's you know I'm not expecting great things in the World Cup. I'm expecting I'm expecting improvement though. Yep. Three burning questions. Well That's done. It. You Thank passed you. again. Amazing. <laughs> Let's get to a break. Netball update. It's World Cup time as well in netball, and the Australians are travelling really well. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back, Sats and Rat. And there's so much sport going on. There's one sport that shouldn't be flying under the radar, but because of the Women's World Cup in the football, the FIFA World Cup, Netball World Cup in South Africa as well, Australia highly ranked. And I'm just going to go through the rankings right now leading into the, the World Cup. Australia ranked number one, New Zealand number two, England number three, Jamaica number four, and the host nation, South Africa, Number five, and although the Diamonds, they beat Scotland quite easily, Rat, didn't they? Uh, 70, so it's about nearly 40 points it was. Yeah, they did. I mean, they, they, they were labelled sloppy for their second half performance because they didn't score 20 points in a quarter for the first time in forever knows how long. But, I mean, when you're up by plenty, it's hard. the intensity's hard to keep up. You know you're going to win. You want to say, like, it's a World Cup. You lose that ruthless streak a little bit, you don't do. you? You do, and, yeah. and I, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm just taking the foot off the gas a bit. Saving a bit of energy and worrying about the next game because the next game against Malawi is going to be a tough one. Well, yeah, it's 7 o'clock tonight is tip-off. And the Diamonds, that's their fifth game in five days when exactly. they met Malawi. Mm. Yeah. So, so there's every right to drop off in the back of a, <laughs> at the back end of a game, especially when you know, you know you're going you're gonna to playing a, a pretty formidable opponent next. So Yeah, world number six. They're, they're six, yeah, they're, in, six in the world. It's going to be their hardest game to date mm. as they run into the, the the preliminaries as well. So still a lot to play for there. Australia travelling on nicely, but Malawi will be, as you said, Rat, they're going to be their biggest challenge. 
so far. So thanks to Flight Centre, your real deal centre, your deals for everyone's centre. They've been great supporters of not only our show, Sports Day, but also Netball Australia. Let's get to a break and we'll wrap the show up. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. What? What? Come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you threw a couple of others in there, did you? What? Hey? It's above it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's ridiculous too. I saw some footy video, some video footage, I should say, of your wife, Chloe, with your daughter, mm. Phoenix. Yes. At the soccer last Thursday. Yes. In Brisbane. Yes. And Sam Kerr turns around and waves. Yeah. You're claiming, you're claiming that she was waving to your daughter. No, I wasn't. For, Chloe is. Oh, maybe. She could have been waving to one she, of she, there, there were no, at there least was, a thousand. There, there was no one around us. That's I'll, ridiculous. I'll say this. There was no one around <laughs> us. We're in this little like private yeah. area. And she, she waved and she waved above us and she looked straight at, our, at, at Phoenix <laughs> And then Phoenix was doing this heart sign to her and she waved. Come so, on, that's ridiculous. So Phoenix claimed it. Uh, what have you got, Rat? That's ridiculous. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm banging on about these crazy Apple collectors. Yeah, Apple. You oh, know, Apple phones. You remember the iPhone I said last week? The very first Apple iPhone got sold for $150,000. Yeah, $150, still in the box. Yeah. Well, this one's, this one's just as bad. An ultra-rare pair of Apple-branded trainers have gone for sale for a whopping $50,000. Now, get this. Not only are they, they were made in the 1990s for staff at a conference. They gave yeah. them out. They're, they're like a, and they're a rank-looking shoe. It says that they imperfections include yellowing, <laughs> yellowing around the midsole and glue and light marks off the toe boxes. <laughs> 50 grand. Come on, that's ridiculous. So they're never sold to the public. No, they're just for no, a, just a conference. A, yeah, yeah, just to some staff. That's ridiculous. But, but they're not even new. They're like... Look at badminton <laughs> shoes, do they? Yeah, from the 1990s. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, what about this one? So Denise Rossi, not Australian, she filed for divorce. Now, she'd been married 25 years. and But 11 days earlier, before she filed for divorce, she won lottery. So she was part of a, a work ticket. Mm. And her her share was... Uh, $1.6 million. Okay. So she kept it a secret, but because she knows she was going to file for divorce. Two years later, her ex-husband receives a letter from the lottery at the previous family home where he was still living. Opens it up because it was addressed to his ex-wife. So he opens it up and it says, yeah, from your winnings back in two years earlier, we'd like to see if you'd like to enter into the next one. He does a little bit more digging, finds out she was one of 6.6 million that was won. 1.6 million was her share. So he contacted his lawyer. The wife had to give the whole amount to her ex-husband. Wow. You can't. <laughs> Come on, that's ridiculous. You can't be hiding that sort of money. I know. Uh, in a divorce settlement. Exactly. They'll get you. Yeah. Oh, thanks to Paddy Richards for joining us on Sports Day. And also Eddie Jones. You're going one-on-one with Eddie Jones I after am, the, yeah. the terrible Bledisloe on yeah, Saturday night. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um I mean, I'm, I'm excited to talk to him. We were due to talk to him last week, but he got caught up. Training went longer than he expected. So have a chat with him, and, yeah, you'll, you'll hear it tomorrow night. Good stuff. Uh, make sure you, you 
stick around tomorrow night to uh, to listen to that interview. And also, thank you very much for joining us tonight on Sports Day. This is Sats and Rat, and have a great 